Smells what you know. <clears throat> World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. All right, let me say right off the bat, we're going to take communion. We're going to take it here in about two minutes. So I'm going to give you two minutes to go get yourself uh, something to, some element of bread and some element of uh, beverage. And we're going to, we're going to take uh, communion here in just a second. So I'll give you a, give you a heads up on that. Look what, look what I get to do. Reggie and Dennis got Michelle and I matching. What do you call these things? Are these goblets? Whatever they are. Michelle's upstairs, and uh, she's going to take her communion out of one of these as well. So thanks, Reggie and Dennis, for sending that to us. By the, by the way, I don't, I don't say, say this a lot. Why do you guys send me the coolest stuff? <laughs> and we're, I mean, we're really, we're really grateful for it, you know, really, really grateful out of, out of the goodness of your heart that you guys do that stuff, and we appreciate it. We don't always say anything about it, but uh, just want you to know that we we appreciate everything you send our way. Uh, golly, I got <laughs> I want to try to make it a flea flicker Friday. Although you know me, I got I got a million things I want to talk about, and and uh, we'll get to some of them. Uh, why don't we have Myra go ahead and pray us in here real quickly? Myra, did you do that? I will be on our two, Coach. Good morning, Saints. Um, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to Coach Dave's huddle and open our hearts to you. Psalm 14a to 11 I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope for this will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. That with new me the path of life, if they present this Fullness of joy at the right hand are the pressure for every more. James 4, from hence comes words and fighting among you, come they not. Hence, even of your lust that war if your members, ye lost have not. Ye kill the desire to have and cannot obtain, ye fight and war ye have not because ye ask not. Second Corinthians 10.5, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of the Lord and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Mm-hmm. 1 Peter 
five to seven. Likewise, the younger people submit yourself to the to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. He may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. And uh, the closing verse for today, Friday, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I release the fire, grace, and joy into you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Myra. Amen. All right, folks. We're going to move into communion. Uh, you have a, you have some blood, and you have some body. And uh, Joe Carico just did such a great job of doing it last Friday that we're going to have Joe do it again today. So, Joe, you're up. Thank you, Coach. Um, yes, everybody. I think that we take communion as being just a thing that we do. And I, when I look at it now, it starts back in the Garden of Eden with the fall, with the enmity between the seed of the woman and the and the, and the seed of the snake, and then it goes. To John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I mean that is a huge statement and I don't think we think about it or appreciate it much and associate it with communion. Mm. And then but now I'm going to read again from Matthew 26.26 So, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it and gave it to the disciples and said, this is my body. took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying drink ye all of it for this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for many for the remission of sins thank you Lord thank you Jesus for all you did for us and help us to remember that and not mm. to take it or you for granted and Amen Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thanks, Joe. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Hey, come, uh, real quickly, email. Spin, uh, Jonathan's in here today. Jonathan, pull up that email that says apostles. I was thinking about this this morning. Look, folks, <laughs> pretty neat chart as we, as Joe just shared with us about uh, the apostles and the commitment and all that. A uh, little bit bigger, uh, again. What happened to the apostles? James the Greater was stabbed with a sword in 44 AD. It tells where he's buried. It doesn't. I, I just want you to, this, I, folks, this is what laying down your life for the gospel looks like, right? 
Thaddeus, who's Jude, he was filled with arrows. <laughs> Philip was crucified by soldiers. Thomas, Thomas was thrust with a spear. Matthew was crucified in Jerusalem, Judea, sorry. James the Less was the first bishop of Jerusalem in 50 AD, and he was stoned to death 50 years later. Peter, crucified upside down, 67 AD. Something was going on there, wasn't it? 65, 67, they were trying to clean out those Christians. That's pretty clear. One of those days are coming again. John, he died a natural death on the island of Patmos, didn't he? The only one. Paul had his head cut off in Rome. Simon was stabbed with a sword. Wow. Bartholomew was crucified. Andrew was crucified on an X-shaped cross. That's why you see the, the, the uh, how am I going to say that? The cross of Andrew. Was on a, it wasn't upside down like a T. It was sideways. Matthias was crucified in Judea. <laughs> and Judas, the traitor, committed suicide in 30 AD. These are the guys who gave us the Gospels. These, these are the guys who took the gospel to the world. Best life now. Wasn't your best life now, was it? Was it? Hey, Craig, how'd things go in, in Maryland yesterday when you went and stood with that dear soldier? I'm sorry, I forget his name. How'd that, how'd that all go? You guys made us look good. That's a couple days ago, whenever it was. Help me out here. Is Craig in here? Maybe he's not in there. Didn't you look? Myra, tell us about it. You were there. I will be. Coach, um, let me see. I, I actually, let me pull a text from uh, the wife. Um, we're talking about this soldier that was being court-martialed, folks. Yes. Craig, um, Craig and Myra. Oh, okay. And the, this and is... Steve, Deck. Steve Deck was there as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, she says that it doesn't seem like they lost um, and that the cross of the Lord will um, cover him. And um, he thanks us very much for all the support, all the huddle. And let me see. Um, he just pretty much talks about Christianity and he, he will be covered. And, okay. Um, it says the judge convinced himself today that the orders about masking and testing were legal. Were legal. Yes. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get into that something. Okay, I'm going to get into that. All right, Steve, Thank give you. me your account real quick, so, Steve. So, um, they 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 declared that everything was lawful. Uh, <laughs> that the masks and everything, and that he was he he he. Just in orders. So they they uh, they asked how did he plead? He finished. So they're going. So uh, the judge didn't throw nothing out. They're going. To, they're going to trial. Okay. So, uh, I stayed last night for the for the first uh, uh, witness for the uh, prosecution about him coming on base, not wearing a mask, and, and and having a towel around his face, and not leaving, and disobeying orders, and all kinds of stuff. And 
And um, I had the, I had the, um, Craig and I had divine appointments. We went to the men's room and it just so happens that right opposite was a private room for the lawyer and, and Mark uh, and, and his lawyer, Dave. And, and uh, we come out of the men's room, they come out of the office. So Craig said some stuff. I said some stuff just to give him some ammunition or whatever. And, uh-huh. uh, and presented it. And uh, I had, I was able to pray with the family and, and the lawyer uh, twice you know, I prayed with them after I saw I was leaving last night. I left there at six thirty, and it was still going on. Yeah. So, uh, well, so I just yeah. I appreciate you guys going there and representing us and standing up, uh, folks. I want this. Listen, the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit's amazing. You're not going to believe the stuff that I. I know. I want to make this a flea flicker Friday. It's been pretty intense here the last. The shows have been unbelievable, haven't they? I mean, they've just been unbelievable. And uh, I don't want this to be. <clears throat> um, Anything but impactful, but I, I want to share some things with you that I think are absolutely unbelievable. Now, I'm going to see how quick Jonathan is on his feet. Uh, Jonathan, see if you can pull because I didn't send it to you. See if you can find for me, Jonathan, the First Amendment to the Constitution. First Amendment to the Constitution. <clears throat> by the way, it's all about obedience, isn't it? But we also know this. It's government of the people, by the people, and for the people. So who is the, folks, who is the head of the government? You don't have to answer. Just think. the head of the government is the people, elected officials, people. We're the head of the government. All right. This is a government of the people, by the people, for the people. So, look, Congress is elected by the people. People do not elect Congress to push tyranny on top of them. That's not the way that's not the way it works. We elect Congress to represent us. We elect Congress to protect us from government. You with me? So. When you talk about your rights, where do your rights come from? Do our rights come from the government? So we talk about the first uh, 10 amendments to the Constitution. They call it the Bill of Rights. It's, it's incorrectly phrased. It's not the Bill of Rights. It's the Bill of Restrictions. Because every one of the first 10 amendments is about limitations on the government, what the government can and can't do. Are, are, you, are you picking up what I'm laying down here? There's no, not one, friends, look. There's not one right, not one right granted to you in the Constitution. Not one right granted to you. The Constitution limits government, what government can do. In fact, the very first amendment starts out with what Congress can't do. <laughs> it's the very first thing. Congress shall make no law. It's, so Congress makes laws, and the very first thing they said, hey, listen, Congress as a representation of the people, you can't make any laws respecting what? The establishment of a religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right there. If Congress, who's a direct representative of the people, cannot make laws, then neither can courts, and neither can judges. So if I'd have been that guy, and I'd have walked into that court yesterday, I would have said to him, uh, tell me this, sir, by what authority do you have, by what authority do you usurp my freedom of religion, free exercise of my faith? By what authority do you do that, sir? Where do you get the authority to tell me I have to violate my faith? Where do you get the authority? And the answer is nowhere. Nowhere. They get in the, there is no authority. Why? Because they shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. If I don't wear a mask, none of your business. Folks, mm. listen, this is critical for us to understand. And so what do you end up doing? They end up going before a judge who's going to make a determination as to whether or not there's a law that's going to tell you you have to wear a mask. If Congress can't make a law, the military can't make a law. 
Marbury versus Madison, you don't have to pull it up. I've got it here. says any, any law, first of all, wearing a mask isn't a law. Any law repugnant to the Constitution, any law, boy, I'm feeling this, any law that violates your freedom of religion is no law at all. Barbaric versus Madison, any law that is repugnant to the Constitution is null and void and of no effect. You know, folks, you understand that? If they try to tell you anything about religion, can't pray in a football game, can't pray at a school board, that's baloney! Mm. Congress shall make no law. Now, hang on. So what do they do? Well, they kick it to the courtroom where the judges, they put in place. There's not a court. There's not a court in the world, folks. You better hear me. There's not a court in the world that has the authority to violate your right to free exercise of your faith. I don't care who. They can pull in a thousand of them. Uh huh. Paul Paul Goslin, doctor writing medical medical. I write religious exemptions. I write. Why should I have to write a religious exemption? It's right there. Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of a religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Can mayors make a law? Are mayors allowed to then? Are health departments allowed to make a law? Is Fauci allowed to make a law? Is some military guy allowed to make a law violating the establishment of religion? No. Why? Because any law, huh? any law, anywhere, anytime that is repugnant to the Constitution ain't no law at all. Mm-hmm. You, you guys get this? Why the hell do we go to the Supreme Court as to whether or not we have freedom of religion? And then, and then the Supreme Court rules on whether I have that God-given right, when in fact the First Amendment tells them, stay the hell out of it, dude. Stay the hell out of it. And not only that, they can't abridge your freedom of speech or the press or the right of us to gather together. They can't make us, they can't close down churches for health mandates. They can't do that. And if they do do that, then I got a right free to petition the government for a redress of that grievances. I want the government to make it right. But you can't do it because you go to the Supreme Court and all the judges who are members of the bar, sorry out there, the attorneys, the bar, which is a whole group of people above everybody else who have their own set of rules and regulations that make everybody else follow. And who's on the, the Supreme Court? Why, guys who are members of the bar. And they usurp... Your authority. Oh, my golly. I, I wish. Hmm. Go to number six. Some of you are picking it up. Some of you aren't picking it up. Fraud vitiates everything. What's fraud? Can somebody tell me just, I'm going to, I'm just going to sit back here and relax a minute. Can somebody give me a Hebrew and Ohio definition of fraud? The vaccine. Come on, somebody jump in here. The vaccine works, coach. Now, give me just no, not not that. No, a definition. What would what would fraud be? How about if I say this for you, rather than wait? Would fraud be me telling you something that's not true? Would fraud be putting into a contract something that's not true? Yes, yes wrongful. 
Look, hey, Jonathan, do that real quick. Or is it Jonathan, whoever's in here? I don't, uh, go, to, go to Webster's. Oh, I'm sorry, folks. I know you're a bunch of religious folks out there, but this is, this is critical for us to get it. Webster's. What's fraud? Fraud. Deceit, deception, trick, artifice. Are, are you ready? Are you, are you looking at me? Are you looking at me? I'm going to give you some. I'm going to give you some great fraud right here. Huh? I'm going to give you. the income tax is unconstitutional. It's unconstitutional. I don't care who voted it in. I don't care whatever it is because if they vote in a law that says it's against the Constitution, it's not a law at all. We know that, right? So let me ask you something. You guys know what the Fifth Amendment, stay with me. You know what the Fifth Amendment of the Constitution is? Against illegal searches and seizures, right? The illegal searches and seizures. So if the IRS calls you and wants to do an audit, what do they tell you you have to do? Bring your records with you. Hey, bring your records with you here, buddy. Oh, yeah? So I've got to be a witness against myself? I have to produce the evidence for you? Well, that's fraud. That's fraud. You say I owe you money, IRS, by the way, which the IRS is uh, also illegal because why? It violates my right to freedom of religion. I don't want to give them one damn dime to kill babies. I don't want to give them one damn dime to, to promote transgenders. I don't want to give them one nickel. I don't want them sending one freaking nickel to Iraq and Iran. It violates my conscience. And as soon as it violates my conscience, Marbury Madison says it's null and void, boys and girls. It's null and void. Because why? I have a freedom of religion right there in the First Amendment, right? So what do they do? They fraudulently tell me that I owe them income tax. They fraudulently tell me that. How do they fraudulently tell me that? Because Congress shall make no law regarding the establishment of a religion, no prohibiting the free exercise thereof, and I don't want my money going to ungodly education. I don't want it to kill baby. And they told me I have to, and that is fraud. Nobody gets it but me. Nobody gets it but me. We're so damn programmed. Nobody gets it but me. So go back to go back to what the one that was just up there before, John. I'm feeling this. I've been wanting to get this out of me forever, forever. What was it? Fraud vitiates. Go to number six. Go to number six. Coach, most of us get this. We're just being polite. Yes. Okay. Okay. Joe, so Joe, how long ago? Just a few days after the 2020 presidential election, when it became obvious that the fix was in, a fringe website called State of the Nation published a post claiming that a 19th century Supreme Court decision means that Donald Trump actually won the election. And it let it be very clear. Fraud vitiates everything. Folks. If they have sold you something fraudulently, the contract is broken. You, do you understand that? You understand? Hey, hey, folks, do you know this? They actually owe you all of your income tax money back. They actually owe because it's been fraudulently applied. How come it's been fraudulently applied? Because do you know that the I, I'm, I let me get it out of me. Do you know that the IRS... <laughs> The IRS in their own regulations doesn't even define income. Amen. You know that income cannot be defined. And if, if, if uh, whoever, pick a name, if Mike Blake, if I hire Mike Blake to come over and mow my yard, 
and Mike Blake comes over and mows my yard, and for him mowing my yard, I give him $20. Hey, dudes, that ain't income. You worked for he that. traded his energy for some money. It was a trade. Wasn't any income from that. And you get up every morning and you go to work. Well, not most of you in here, but people get up and go to work and they work all day. And they, tra- they trade their freedom all day long for some job. And at the end of the day, somebody gives them money in trade for their efforts. That is an income. That's wages. That's wages. But see, no, no, it's not even wages. It's not even wages. It's a trade. I'll give I'll trade I'll trade my sore muscle for some money. I'll trade. It's no income. Folks, it's fraudulent. What they have told us is fraudulent. And what does that mean? Vitiates everything. Can I tell you what else? Huh? They said an unborn baby isn't a human being. That's fraudulent. Vitiates everything. Huh? Did you see this? Oh, I'm on. This supposed to be. It's supposed to be flea flicker Friday. Hang on to this one. Did you see this? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where is it here? Hang on. Hang on. Bear with me. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Where is? Oh yeah. Did you happen to see that it was in New Hampshire? New Hampshire now legalized ivermectin. Huh? And isn't it unbelievable that ivermectin's always been legal? <laughs> Did you know that? Huh? New Hampshire Senate committee passes a no prescription ivermectin. Hey, Dr. Paul, have you always needed a prescription to get ivermectin, or could you normally just get ivermectin? Uh, I know we can get it overseas pretty quickly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I mean, the only thing that's uh, stopping us here is our government. So Okay, right. so listen. So fraud vitiates everything, doesn't it? See, our government continues to violate the law. It isn't any law. <laughs> Folks, it isn't a law. We just fall in line like it is, like it's a law. And it's fraudulent. It's fraudulent. And now New Hampshire passes a law making something that wasn't unlawful unlawful. It wasn't unlawful in the first place. Fraud vitiates everything. Fraud vitiates everything. Ivermectin now in New Hampshire. (laughs) Do you you understand the CDC and those? Oh, I want to swear. Thank you, Lord. Do you understand they made Ivermectin illegal so they could kill people? Do you understand it? Do you understand it? And now the New Hampshire Senate says, well, listen, uh, we're going to have to make it illegal to kill people, I guess. So it's now legal. You can now use it. It's what what's goes on around us. Is <laughs> uh, fraud vitiates everything. Marbury Madison, any law repugnant to the Constitution is null and void. So if they come to me, first of all, <clears throat> If they come to me and say, Coach Dave, uh, I'm listen, we're going to start taking uh, – here's what we're going to do, Coach Dave. We were noticing – this is going on, by the way. We've been noticing that, boy, the value of your home sure has gone up, Dave. In fact, uh, Coach Dave, uh, we printed a whole bunch of money so we could make it go up. 
We call that inflation. We go out and we print a whole bunch of money. And now your home's worth twice what it used to be. Oh, Coach Dave, you're rich. Oh, we're so glad that we made you rich by printing money. Hey, oh, but by the way, Coach Dave, uh, we're going to raise your taxes on that property now because it's now worth more. How stupid are you? How stupid are we? And then I saw online this morning, the Fed's all all concerned because they printed too much money. They printed, they 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 had more fraud than they meant to. Right in the middle of Marbury versus Madison, a law, it's on your screen, a law repugnant to the Constitution is void. But hey, hey, Hunter, Spencer, Jonathan, whoever's up there, what's what's uh What's repugnant mean, brother? What did, good, what did Mr. Webster say repugnant was? Well, I, I don't know what I would do in the morning if I didn't have you guys to listen to me. Repugnant. Coach, Coach, I sent you three texts, three appropriate texts. Appropriate, uh, repugnant is opposite, contrary, inconsistent, disobedient, and non-obsequious. Not in use. Any law... That is not constitutional is not in use. It's not, it ain't no law at all. It ain't no law at all. So, First Amendment of the Constitution, restrictions on government. Congress shall make no law re- regarding the establishment of a religion nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. If I don't want to wear a mask because of religious reasons, I don't need a letter from a doctor. I don't need a letter from a pastor. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. Why? It violates my faith in the game. Story done. Story done. And if Congress can't make a law repugnant to the Constitution, can the military? Whoa, 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 whoa. Can the military make rules in the middle of the game? So though my military friends out there, did you you sign papers somewhere saying specifically that uh, you would inject, uh, you would permit the military to inject stuff into your body against your will? Did you, did you sign that somewhere? That's the lie yeah. they tell you. So then fraud vitiates everything, then doesn't it, doesn't it do this, huh? Fraud vitiates everything, right? They, they lied to you. It's fraudulent, friends. It's fraudulent. Remember how a couple weeks ago I talked about the fact that we don't care about lies? Lies don't bother us. Hell, they just lie, 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 and we don't care. Because you know what? I know who the father of lies is. And so they've convinced us that the first ten amendments of the Constitution – or what the government can do to us. What's number two? Can you throw that up there? Bear with me a second. Can you throw number two Second Amendment up there? Anybody know what the Second Amendment is? Oh, yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. Second Amendment. There's a first one. What's the second one? A well-regulated militia being necessary for security of the state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Hey, if Congress tries to license your gun, that's fraud and it vitiates everything. They can't infringe on it. Hey, Jonathan, infringe, infringe. Put that. What will Mr. Webster say about infringe? Infringe to break a contract to violate. Unbelievable, isn't it? To break, to violate, to transgress, to neglect, to fulfill or obey, to infringe a law to destroy or to hinder. So the right to keep and bear arms shall not be violated. 
period. I don't care how many kids get killed at Sandy Hook. I, I, listen, I care if they get killed at Sandy Hook. But the fact that some guy goes out and shoots somebody at Sandy Hook doesn't take away my right to be able to carry a gun. Anytime, anywhere, openly. Huh? Shall not be infringed. Now, did I say this again? Because I've got to say it again. Then I'll open it up here again. Although I'm just getting started. The IRS, when you sign your tax form, did you know this? Did you know the IRS says when you voluntarily file your tax form, you voluntarily waive your first, your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination? Huh? Yeah. And that you give them, you give them the right to invade your privacy. Did you know that? Hey, I'm not smart, but I think that's fraudulent. And I think that vitiates everything, doesn't it? They tell you it's voluntary. And then when you voluntarily present the evidence to them, you said, oh, they said, oh, you were doing that under oath. You lied and you cheated. Oh, come on in here. Come on in here to our court. And by the way, bring all of your records with you. Bring all of them with you. Folks, that violates Fifth Amendment. That's fraudulent. What's it do? Well, Marbury versus Madison said that's no law at all. Are you with me? And we'll have people stand in the pulpit to tell you that you have to pay your taxes. It's it's American to pay your taxes. It's American to pay taxes to kill babies and teach little boys and girls that are transgenders. Huh? Yeah? And to look at pornography and learn how to masturbate. Hmm? Yeah? And learn how to put a penis in an anus. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't that wouldn't violate your conscience, would you? But but you, you you need you need me to write you a religious exemption. What the hell is wrong with us, man? Hey, here's what I know: it can't continue on. It can't, it can't continue. I'm I'm looking. Yeah, Jack sent me about thirty texts. Some other guy, I, Rodney sent me a text. I'll try I'll try to catch up with him here in a second. You know what? You know what? I'm telling you the truth. But what are we going to do? They're taking my tax dollars. First of all, they're printing up money. Inflation is high, so they have to print more money so I can feel like a... My my envelopes, I'm doing my monthly newsletter. I have a little return envelope. I go to the dollar store, buy them, 99 cents for 100. Pretty good deal, right? Went in there yesterday, two bucks. Two bucks. I said, I thought this is the dollar store. Well, now it's the $2 store. But they inflate everything, and then what do they do? Well, you're making more money. You're making more money. So now instead of having to pay uh, 200 a week in taxes, hey, you're making a lot more money. Now you're going to pay 400 a week in taxes. Because yeah. everything's inflated, right? You're making yeah. more money. Everybody's rich. Yeah, your house, well, your house used to only be worth 100000 And now it's worth three hundred. Oh, I'm so glad you're getting rich. Your house is now worth 300000 But instead of just paying $2,000 in tax, now you got to pay $6,000 in tax because you're rich. You, you, get it, you get it, folks? It's all fraudulent. It's all fraud. All of it's fraud. All of it. All of it. Damn, I'm on it. At Dollar Tree, everything. It's, a, it's now a dollar bush. Dollar bush! It's not a tree anymore. It's a bush. And see, we think, we, we think we're getting a raise. I got to drive by. There's a sign out in front of McDonald's. Help wanted $18 an hour. What? 
$18 an hour? How much is a hamburger going to be here if there's any beef left? Oh, I got to show you that one. Then I'm going to move on. Go to Corey's Digs, number 10. By the way, this, this, is, this is a website worth attending every once in a while. Corey's Digs. Okay, now I want you to go down here. This is She's talking about the food. This is this curl, curl, curl your toes. Keep going there. Uh, it's Jonathan, I think, today. Go on down. Stop right there, Jonathan. Make that big. Folks, look who controls all the food in the world. Look at that. You understand those big corporations and the little ones they're connected to? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Corporations control all the food in the world. Spencer, Hunter, whoever, Jonathan, put this in the chat so people can look at it on their own. This is a fascinating thing to read about Corey. Corey wrote, telling us what's going on with the food supply. What's going on? They're going to starve us out. That's what they're going to do, right? <clears throat> Fraud vitiates everything. Make up a disease, tell you you got to wear a mask, tell you you, you got to take a vaccine. My body, my choice. Huh? All right. All right. Come on in, Jim. I'm, I'm done. Uh, 38 minutes. Go ahead, Jim. James Bruner, go ahead. Morning. Uh, so, Coach, uh, I can't think of anywhere around here where they're requiring you to wear masks. But last night I was watching the NFL draft, and masks are coming back in a big way. That uh, Lowe's ran a commercial. Everybody in the entire commercial was wearing a mask for a spring ad. Why would they do that? Because the ESPN, who's broadcasting the thing, and the NFL are in cahoots together, right? You guys know that the NFL is a nonprofit organization. You know that? Um, and it's also gay, Coach. If, and it's well, it's gay, everything. Oh, they're, they're Disney. Yes. Yeah, they're gay. Yep. Yeah, they support all that stuff. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how the football, uh, in my day, in my day, there was a homosexual in the locker room. He wasn't in there very long. Right wing watch, we need to go back to those days. We need to go back to those days, right wing watch. Instead of uh, having them come and steal my money from me and then teach kids to be gay. I think we need to go back the other way. That's what I think. Dr. Paul, come in. Then Craig. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you, you put me in all directions here. But, uh, you know, we consent for our taxes. We inadvertently consent for abortion. And these, you know? these fools that created these, these <clears throat> diabolical mandates. Fraudulent. Right. They, they consider us cattle. They consider us schleps. Uh, that's a very powerful word because it kind of points to Who's pulling this shit off? Excuse my language. Um, yeah, Here's the problem, Paul. When I go to court, I have to take a guy with me who's a member of the bar. The guy sitting on the and the, the judge sitting up there, he's a member of the bar, right? So they have their own little club that I'm not a member of. I'm not a member of. And then I sit in front of a court, a jury. Those people don't believe like me. I would have been able to go to the courtroom and say, I want a, I want, I want a Bible. I want a jury of my peers. I want, uh, I want uh, 10 people picked out of the queue. I want them to be the jury. And you know what they would do? 
they would do everything they could to make sure you didn't get on the jury. Yeah, they, uh, they've been, uh, these, these people have outwardly said, the ones that use the word schleps, outwardly said that they have control in those areas, but they don't, they won't they don't. have control forever. They don't, fraud vitiates everything. Everything's fraudulent, folks. Everything's fraudulent. We got to start calling it for what it is. Craig, come on in, then Randall B. Uh, hey, Coach, Lieutenant Bashaw will be vindicated. Just because it's been determined that this is a military lawful order doesn't mean it's right, okay? It's right. I bet they right. wish that they, in, in the Vietnam War, I bet they wish they had a Lieutenant Bashaw that says, I refuse to spray Agent Orange. Amen, the brother. The effects that this is, is going to have is going to be detrimental because you can't see it. That's what this man's trying to do. He's trying to tell them. This is a lawful order, but it's not right, and you better change your ways and look into it. It's not a lawful order. If it's not right, it's not a lawful order, folks. Huh. Right? Yeah, I, did anybody ever, anybody ever hear this phrase before? I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> hey, Dennis, did you sign up to be jabbed? Did you sign up for that, Dennis? When you drew your name on that line, did you sign up to be jabbed? No, you didn't. I didn't sign up for this. And the courts say, oh, yes, you did. It was in the, it was in the fine print. Because we say so. And if you don't like it, we're going to take you to a judge who's a part of the bar, has been appointed by our buddies, and he's going to give us a fair and honest verdict. He's going to judge the law. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. First of all, there ain't no law. How do you judge a law on anyone? There is one, right? Freedom of religion. That's the law. Free exercise of your faith. That's the law. Clay. When I wouldn't take a uh, a jab or wear a mask, my employer, uh, the vice president of the company, called me, and we had a conversation over the phone. And he said, you need to simply give us a religious exemption letter from your pastor and you need to write an email saying why you should be granted a religious exemption. And I said, I'm going to save you the trouble. I've already been granted a religious exemption from my pastor. He Amen. Said, great, great. Just uh, get him to uh, send that in. And I said, well, the problem is my pastor's our heavenly father, and he don't send <laughs> letters. <laughs> so I said, uh, the documentation you need is in the Bible. So, uh, I said, you just prove that I'm not telling you the truth, and I'll provide you whatever else you need. Amen, Clay. And the reaction was, oh, I know what the reaction was. Well, let's take you to a judge. <laughs> In fact, wait a minute. Let's take you to an atheistic judge. Uh, let's take you to a starry decisis previously decided case judge. My body, my choice, I thought. Oh, no, that's only in murdering babies. Not your body, your choice, and what you put into it. Come on now. Come on now. Jeff. Coach, I'm going to ask, we need some help this weekend. Pastor Neil Peterson's calling this the two-minute warning. There's some, a lot of stuff going on this weekend. We are at the 5,000 mark. Right at it. We need to go over. So there's we're going, Tom and I are checking into a hotel tonight. We're going to stay over there the whole weekend. I guess today and tomorrow, oh, 
Ted Cruz and Josh Mendel are doing a big event Friday, a big event Saturday over there in two different locations. We're trying to man these places because we could pick up hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of signatures. So we're doing going over this weekend, plus the resistant chicks are doing that event Sunday night at Neil's church. It's going to be huge. So we think we can pull eight, 900 signatures. We can probably. So I mean, he, need, he needs 5,000 and you have it, but he needs extra because they're going to throw some out. Yeah. So we want to go over as much as we can and there'll be some being mailed in. He got a big batch yesterday, about eight envelopes and more mail, but we got to keep going. This is it. This is the weekend. We're going to hammer it just so he can be on that ballot. And like he said, there's never been a governor in the November election for Ohio as an independent in the history of Ohio. He could be the very first to be on that ballot. So okay, so let me let me let me explain another one to you, folks, because I run into these people who don't get it. We're going to have a May primary here, May third. We got uh, uh, sorry, you know me. We got six Christians running for office. One of those conservatives, Christians is Michael DeWine, guy who, we know who Mike DeWine is. So six of them are going to run. Whoever gets the most votes is going to uh, be the candidate to run in the general. And odds are, if you were to go there right now, could, uh, I'm not going to, who would you vote? Who are you going to vote for in the primary? Renacy? Hood? Uh, I run down through a list of six of them. You going to vote? Well, I know what's going to happen. Those votes are going to spread out. They're going to, they're going to, those five candidates, Wystone, they're going to spread out. People, hey, quit sending me emails about, I don't like Joe Blystone. Will you guys stop it? Amen. Will you stop it? So if everybody got behind Blystone, well, if everybody got behind Hood, if everybody got behind whoever, Nacy, if everybody got behind, so you want everybody to get behind your guy, right? That's the problem we're dealing with. So when this whole thing plays out, one of them's going to be left standing. I think DeWine's probably got 30% just because the Republican Party's behind him. That's what I'm guessing. Yep. 30% probably will win the nomination. Is Hood going to get 30%? I pray he does, is he? Is Renacy going to get 30%? Is Blystone going to get 30% with six people running? Do the math. So in the general election, we're going to get a Republican. If it would, by the grace of God, it would be Hood or, or uh, Blystone. Or, by the grace of God, they beat DeWine running against a Democrat. What if DeWine wins? And it's DeWine, who nobody likes, and the Democrat, who you'd have to be sick to vote for him. Well, what if we had an independent candidate that could jump in there? And then all those people, all those six people, who, all the five people who weren't for DeWine, and DeWine got the nomination, what if all five of those people said, hey, do me a favor, vote for the independent. Vote for the independent. Well, will there be Neil on the ballot as an independent? He isn't in the primary. Amen. So there's going to be a Republican and a Democrat and Neil, the only independent run, I think. Then all those people who are mad that DeWine got the nomination now have an alternative to vote for. But can I tell you what? They won't support him. 
They won't support Neil. They're butt hurt. They're butt hurt. They didn't get it. Huh? And if every one of those supporters came out and said, listen, you know what we're going to do? We all hate DeWine. We are all supporting Neil Peterson, the independent on the ballot. Coach, just a little insight. We're at the last two minutes. Renacy and Blystone both told him personally they will lead that charge. They we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll hope. We'll hope. Jeff, thanks for all the work you're doing. Jack, come on in. Uh, just a good grief. You hit everything everything right on the head this morning, Coach. So many different things. Um, one of the things we, we should stop doing is using the word inflation because it's a made-up word. And it doesn't right. actually have any meaning. It's just so that nobody can be blamed. The real thing is there's only about six people in the world that can devalue your currency. And that's what they've done. They've devalued your currency. So when you go to Dollar Tree, the currency isn't worth as much as it was. And right. so they call it inflation because nobody can be hung for it. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got Even though it's fraud, right? They've devalued the money. It's fraud. Right. It's fraud because it used to be, folks, I used to be a dollar bill was worth an ounce of silver. Right? What's an ounce of silver today? Uh, $24.75. $24.75. $24. Uh, by the way, you want to have fun? Uh, every time I go into a store, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Ask Ken, Wardine, he was with me this weekend. Every time I go into a store, I buy something, and the guy's checking me out, and everybody's standing in line. I always say this. I say, you know, this is amazing. Plywood's up, nails are up, tar paper's up, and gold and silver are down. And somebody tell me what's going on, and they just look at you. Hamburger's up, oil's up, gold and silver are down. What? Dave, you could also ask them if they want Federal Reserve notes or constitutional Jack, they don't. They don't even freaking. I can't go there with them. They don't even know there's a constitution. They think there's a constitutional right to kill a baby. They think they have to. They think they have to take their income tax evidence in with them when they go. That's how stupid we are. That's what our schools have done to us. It dumbed us down. Revelation twenty fifteen. Come on in. Hey Dave. Fraud uh, vitiates everything. The the sad fact is, Americans. And our brothers and sisters won't wake up until they lose a meal. Yeah, they're going to lose a bunch of them. Look right on the chart, still up here on the screen. They're going to lose a bunch of them. Come on in, Jock. Hey, good morning, Coach. Uh, thanks for letting me in this morning. Yeah, I just want to uh, let everybody understand something about precious metals. You must understand that in order for our government to have a grip and have control of us is why they have their fiat currency. Mm -hmm. They suppress the price of precious metals. They do it because if they were to let the precious metal market go where it naturally wants to go, it would show a loss of confidence in the fiat currency that exists right now. They can't allow it. They can't allow precious metals to, to go up. 
Well, why can why can, then, here's what people are asking me then. Then why can they allow plywood to go up? Why can they allow hamburger to go up? Because they can't it's, allow, all pay, it's, it's all done through the fiat currency. Oh, the, the men dollar. behind the curtain. The men behind the curtain. Hey, Josh, That's, we're quietly waking people up here. Quietly waking them up. Amen, Thanks for the call. I, want, I just want to say real quick. You guys, go out and get some precious metals. I'm telling you. Winston Churchill said it. He said, the further you look through the past, into the past, the further you can see into the future. And people, I'm telling you right now, every single time throughout 6,000 years of history, you will see it come back to the way it first started. And precious metals are always in the picture. Pull up, Jonathan. Pull up number... Pull up number seven, Jonathan. Pull up number seven for me real quick. Because I was going to read this today, although we're not going to get a chance to go. Stop right there. This is what I was going to read today. We haven't had a chance. This is James, the half-brother of Jesus. Go to now, ye rich men. Weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted. Your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered. Hey, folks, listen. Gold and silver has always been God's money. Always been God's money. But now what he's talking about here is don't trust in riches. Don't trust in riches. But if you got, if you think, well, let me do this real gently. If you think your retirement check is going to be there uh, a year from now, go watch Joel Osteen. Come on in, Rochelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, you had all the talking about the food and then wanting to use it as a weapon against us. Uh, just the other day, the 27th, another one, a New Jersey meat plant recalled 120,000 <clears throat> pounds of beef, said that it might be contaminated with E. coli. It might be. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. the, other, the other thing I wanted to say, they took this article down, but it was hysterical. This is going towards the fraud you're speaking of. You remember President Harris was diagnosed with COVID, but she didn't have any symptoms. Vice president. Um, right. Who? Yeah. And um, so what it was is she was taking this new uh, thing that Pfizer put out called uh, Plaxovid or something, their new drug. And it's just supposed to treat, supposed to treat COVID, but she doesn't have any symptoms. So she's taking a drug that's going to treat the symptoms that she doesn't have. And this is all just to give uh, Pfizer free publicity, and they are in the tank with these. uh, They're controlling them. They're controlling them. It's fraud. It's fraud. It's fraud. Hey, listen, I got the Holy Spirit just said something to me. Hey, Jonathan, Jonathan, go right there where you are on that scripture. It's up there and look it up under the message Bible. Let's look up the message Bible, what it says. Yeah. What's it say about the go? Oh, let's see here. Uh, and your final word to the arrogant rich, take some lessons and lament. You'll need buckets for the tears when the crash comes upon you. Your money's corrupt, and your fine clothes stink. Your greedy luxuries are a cancer in your gut, destroying your life from within. You thought you were piling up wealth. Well, you've piled up 
judgment. All the workers you've exploited and cheated cry out for judgment. The groans of the workers you used and abused are a roar in the ears of the master avenger. You've looted the earth and lived it up. But all you have to show for it is a fatter than usual corpse. In fact, what you've done is condemn and murder perfectly good persons who stand there and take it. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Kevin, come in quickly. We only got a couple minutes left here. Kevin, then Randy. Let me make two quick points. One on the food, okay? Let me quote Henry Kissinger. With oil, we control governments of countries. With food, we control the people, okay? Secondly, on precious metals, if the price of silver and gold is down, then now's the time to buy, baby. Consider it a gift from the criminals in your government. They've now subsidized your ability to buy precious metals, so take advantage of the opportunity and do it. Thank you. As Jackie Gleason would say, to the moon, baby, to the moon. Come on in, Randy. Yeah, Coach, for six months, I woke up in the middle of the night with this. Fraud videates everything. Every, almost every single day in the night. That's telling me what's coming. That is what God is going to do, Coach. You are so on this. This is a prophetic thing. God is going, he's bringing this. It ain't, it ain't just the economy or, or the law. God is bringing this principle back. Fraud videates. He is. So, Randy, every courtroom you want, listen to me. Every courtroom you walk into is fraudulent. Every one is fraudulent, folks. Every courtroom. I'm telling you, every courtroom you walk into is fraudulent, including the Supreme Court, because the Supreme Court does not have the authority to trump your God-given right to freedom of religion. It's a fraud. Every court in America, fraudulent. Hurry up, Reggie. I just wanted to agree with you, Coach. That's why I keep announcing that. And I know you say people don't understand, but it was set up from the beginning, as hard as that is. It was set up for them, not us. We have no justice, even though it appears it's a charade. It, it, it's it's that magic of appearance. You cannot find justice in the court systems worldwide. They all are linked to one big Luciferian court. Yes, uh, uh, George Carlin said it's a big club and you ain't in it. It's time we woke up. It's time we woke up and understood exactly what's going on. Quickly, Myra. Um. I apologize. In regard to the infringement, uh, what I have to say, Psalm 17a to 10, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Hallelujah. I, I walk in truth. I walk in truth. I'm not bowing my knee. No, look, I'm going to tell you something. I'm no longer bowing my knee to ungodly, unrighteous government. I ain't giving into it. I'm not going to give into it. I'm not going to be bullied into it. I'm not going to be scared into it. I am fraud vitiates, vitiates everything. And our government and our courts are fraudulent, friends. They're fraudulent. I'd rather them run a stake through my body than to give in to these Luciferians who have stolen the American dream and the American way. Have a great weekend. I'll see you on Monday.